You're listening to Telling the Truth from Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, telling the truth to and through teenagers. Here is Triple T founder and president, George Dooms. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. God was disappointed. In fact, he was disgusted. Listen to Genesis 6, verses 6, 7, and 8, New King James. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man, whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. One man got God's attention. Noah. He found grace in God's eyes. And because of that, we are here today. God allowed Noah to survive. He gave Noah the plans for the ark and the commission to build it. There had not been rain, but God promised the rains would come, the floods would happen. God allowed Noah and his wife, his three sons and their wives, to enter the ark along with two of every species, male and female. And because Noah found grace in God's eyes, after the rest of the world was wiped out, Noah, his family, and the beasts that were saved were able to survive. Have you found grace in the eyes of the Lord? You can if you will. Humble yourself before God, admit you've sinned, believe on the Lord Jesus. Know this, God knows everything there is to know about God and you and all the other people on planet Earth. Exodus 33, 16, 17, New King James explains, For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us? So we shall be separate, your people and I from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight and I know you by name. God is omniscient. He's omnipotent, and know this, nothing escapes him whatsoever. So if you want to have him find grace for you, then love him. Live for him. Share him. Pray to him. Let him speak to you through his word. Pray with other believers, and then take the message of the word of God to people who need the Lord. God's grace is sufficient, but you and I need to extend it to those folk with whom we come in contact. The question is, will you? Will you pray? Will you go with the gospel today? God's grace is available to you. Listen to Psalm 84:11, New King James Version. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Do you want God's grace? Do you want his glory? Do you want him to be your guide always? Then do right and watch you abundantly. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Are you walking uprightly? Are you concerned about people who don't know him? Are you concerned about those who do, and are you praying with them and for them and for others for whom you care and they care, to whom you can go with God's glorious gospel? His grace is available, and he wants to bestow it on you, but he wants you abundantly. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. 
Are you walking uprightly? Are you concerned about people who don't know him? Are you concerned about those who do, and are you praying with them and for them and for others for whom you care and they care, to whom you can go with God's glorious gospel? His grace is available, and he wants to bestow it on you, but he wants you to take the gospel to people who need him. His amazing grace can be shared one-on-one if you are willing to go, to pray, to read and heed the Bible, and then tell other people how to get to heaven. Tell them to admit that they have sinned. Tell them to believe on the Lord Jesus. Tell them to tell other people that they believe. And when they do this, they will receive God's gift of eternal life. John 1.14, New King James Version, gives us a wonderful insight into who Jesus Christ really is. Listen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That's who Jesus is. And that truth and that grace can be yours as you bask in His fullness, as you draw close to Him, as you receive Him as your forgiver and your giver of life everlasting. Jesus Christ, God the Son, lived perfectly. He died for your sins. He was buried. He rose again. And now He wants us, you and me, to take that story and tell it to people who don't know that Jesus saves. His grace needs to be shared. Will you? Will you pray? Will you read the Word of God? Will you get a prayer partner and with other believers? Then will you take the gospel to people who don't know how to get to heaven? Let them know that what they have to do is to admit they have sinned, to believe on the Lord Jesus, to turn to Him from their sins, and then to tell others that they believe and why they believe and how they too by believing can have life forever. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 16 and 17, New King James Version, gives us a portrait, a glimpse into who Jesus Christ really is. Listen carefully. And of his fullness we have all received, and grace to grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Grace and truth. That's who Jesus is but he wants to bestow those gifts of grace and truth on you, to you, and through you to others. So when you receive God's grace, will you take his truth and share it with people who need to know Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father except through him? That becomes a wonderful privilege and responsibility. So pray with other people who believe and read the word of God and heed it, and then take the gospel to people who need to know this grace and truth that can only come through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Who do you know that you will tell? We have God's ABCs available to you, and we'd like to send you some. We received a phone call today asking for 2,000 copies that are going to be distributed one-on-one over a 10-week period. You can have some, too. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Acts 4.33 What a wonderful thing it is to know that when God lets you in on His scheme of things, magnificent things can happen. 
Throughout the book of Acts, especially here in Acts 4, verse 33, that we just shared in the New King James Version, there are things that are available to you and to me today that were there for the apostles. Great power is available when we share that Jesus Christ died and came out of the grave, and when we let people know that he is the resurrected Lord Jesus. Grace, great grace, was upon them, and can be upon you and me too, if we are obedient to what God would have us to do. That is to tell the story of the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Someone is waiting for you to go to them and tell them the truth. Get a prayer partner and together pray for those people for whom you are concerned and then do something about it. Put feet on your prayers and go with the gospel. Tell people to admit they have sinned, to believe on Christ, to confess him publicly. When you go, God will make you usable and use you and people can be born again. Personal salvation is available to sinners. Moreover, the law entered that offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace abounded much more, so that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5, 2021, New King James. Well, there you have it. Yes, sin is abounding, and our world is sin-sick, and people are succumbing to the temptations that are all around them, but His grace is sufficient and is available. Where sin abounds, grace can abound much more. So we know that sin leads to death, but grace to righteousness and eternal life through the Lord Jesus. What a wonderful thing it is to know that God cares so much about you and about me that he allowed his son, Jesus Christ, without sin to become sin for us. He who knew no sin became our substitute so that we would not have to suffer eternal death, but we rather can have eternal life. How? When we admit that we have sinned, when we turn to the Lord Jesus from our sins, when we are willing to tell people that we believe and to help them also believe. Who do you know that needs to know the Lord? Will you pray and then go with the gospel? Will you? Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for ages 6 to 9 is available in a separate room. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. Rejoice always. I'm George Dooms, founder and president of Triple T Christian Youth Ministries. This is the exciting story of youth evangelism in America, 1931 through today and tomorrow. It all begins with prayer. Pray without ceasing. Ask and you will receive. Seek and we will find. Knock and will be opened to you. The first two youth evangelists in America started in 1931. Clifford Lewis took the Young People's Fellowship Clubs all across the continent. Percy Crawford started the Young People's Church of the Air, and it went nationwide. It was a decade I was born and born again. Pray and seek God's will. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Jack Wurtzen in New York, George Beverly Shea, Al Metzger in Kansas City, Tory Johnson in Chicago, and soon Billy Graham helped Youth for Christ get going all across America. Mary and I had our first date in September 1948 and helped make Youth for Christ begin to happen in Mount Carmel, Illinois on December 4. 
We were married June 18, 1950. Pray and set your goals. Evangelists conducted crusades in local churches and cooperatively in area-wide meetings from small towns and rural communities to major cities. Special weekly youth nights packed auditoriums with teenagers. God allowed Mary and me to be involved in Youth for Christ and 100 evangelists. He opened doors for us to move from Greenville, South Carolina to Bradenton, Florida to begin Tamiami Youth for Christ and on to Wheaton, Illinois to join the staff of Youth for Christ International. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Pray and start where you are. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things you do not know. Going coast to coast with Youth for Christ, Christ through you can change the world became the theme. Meanwhile, back in the tri-state, we brought splendor of sacred song to Evansville. We accepted the offer to go to Waco, Texas with Word. Our daughter Tammy Lee was born in 1965. We helped establish Word Books. One of the first five books was Discover Your Destiny by Dave Brees. Going back to the Chicago area, God did great things that were above and beyond our fondest expectations. The Lord opened the door to direct Tri-State Youth for Christ at the corner of Highway 41 and Boonville Harmony Road, midway between Evansville Regional Airport and I-64. Triple T began February 4, 1966, committing to have a youth event every Saturday night. The vision, every youth before turning 20 to have the opportunity to hear the gospel with an invitation to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Dave Breeze was our guest in April 1966 at the 4-H Auditorium and multiple times at Triple T. On July 27, our son, James Lawson, was born. The mission, telling the truth, two through teenagers. We immediately began training teenagers in leadership and peer evangelism and encouraged talent development. Easter 1969, a march down Highway 41 from Triple T to Roberts Stadium involved a thousand kids with Christian flags unfurled. The next year, the first faith festival featured Pat Boone's family and other guests. Thousands came. And in 1970, Bob and Bernie Bland with two others started Teen Missions International. Pray and use what you have. In 1971, we had Truth at Triple T the first month on the road. Roger Braylon brought Truth year after year. In 1973, we co-founded Youth Evangelism Association with Al Metzger, Vic Eliason, Jim Harris, Dick Snavely, and myself. We reconnected with Bob Bland and Teen Missions in 1975. In 76 days in 1976, Triple T staff presented 86 school assemblies. Triple T Christian Communications Center was constructed in 1978. In 1980, we published Telling the Truth, and from 1980 forward, we have been at the Lord's Boot Camp every summer. Pray and do all you can. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Following the promise from God's Word, we were able to do many things that glorified God. We continued to partner with other ministries. Tiger Team, Teens Involved Going Evangelizing Regularly, began in 1983. We have provided a platform for many outstanding Christian leaders and musicians. Tammy's been on Triple T staff full-time since 1990, and beginning in 1990, God used Bob Bland to open doors for me personally to speak to all the teenagers who were getting ready to go out and get dirty for God someplace in the world. It's a privilege for Tammy and me to challenge youth each summer to get a Bible club going or growing and put together a Tiger Team Impact where students live when they return home. In the mid-80s, we had the first Teen Missions Missionaries to America teams. In 1990, Triple T hosted training for 40 Missionaries to America from around the world. Teen Missions sent preteens three summers to build A-frame dorms. Pray and reach for the stars. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. 
During the decade of 1991 to 2000, the Traveling Tigers ministry began. We participated in Atlanta 96 at the Georgia Dome, the largest gathering of youth ministries in the world. Pray and keep everlastingly at it. In 1903, Tammy was elected president of YEA. Project Proclaim began using saturation evangelism, sharing one-on-one, giving New King James Bibles with special Triple T covers and public relations outreach, billboards, print, internet, and radio. Our son James produces the broadcast. Fair Share has surged forward. 10% of Triple T's general fund sponsors AIDS orphans and street children rescue units and 12 motorcycle sunny schools in Africa. In 2004, we celebrated 2,000 consecutive Saturdays. In 2009, a life-size replica of the Old Testament tabernacle was on Triple T campus five months. Nearly 1,600 took the tour and 109 made decisions for Christ, joining thousands of others who have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ since Triple T began. Pray and watch. Stand fast in the faith. That's where we are now. Beginning in 2011 and going toward 2020 and beyond, the Key Action Plan provides training and resources for adult youth workers. Pastors, leaders, and 10- to 19-year-olds with local church partners in youth evangelism are working together to keep evangelizing youth. Triple T's 2,500 consecutive Saturday, God willing, will be December 28, 2013. Triple T is again hosting tours in the Old Testament Tabernacle now through Youth Evangelism Association's 40th Anniversary Convention at Triple T, October 14 through 17. Watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong, let all that you do be done with love. Multiply your ministry. For 1,000 days, from May 13, 2013, toward February 6, 2016, God willing, we are moving toward Triple T's golden anniversary, endeavoring to have 1,000 Tiger teammates praying daily, giving $20 or more monthly to reach thousands more youth for God's glory. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. To reiterate the vision, every youth to have the opportunity to hear the gospel with an invitation to believe on the Lord Jesus' birthday. The mission, to communicate Christianity to and through teenagers, to win them to Christ, to train them for Christ, teaching them how to share their faith through their local churches, on their campuses, throughout their communities, and into their world wherever God leads them in their future. Triple D's target audience is youth ages 10 to 19 within 100 miles of Triple T's headquarters. According to the 2010 U.S. Census data, there are 413,443 youth ages 10 to 19 in the 93 counties within this geographic area. Tiger Team is a group of committed Christian kids who are trained in peer evangelism. All Triple D activities involve leadership training and evangelistic youth efforts. Youth are trained in biblically-based peer evangelism, leadership, and creative Christian communications. Training includes scripture memory and personal application and is designed to equip and prepare participants to share their faith effectively with their peers and to challenge them to commit to a lifetime of serving Christ with moral purity. The Key Action Plan provides biblical and practical youth evangelism training and resources for adult youth workers. Evangelistic youth efforts are conducted in local communities in partnership with local churches and Christian organizations. In 2012, 
Through 85 Triple T evangelistic youth efforts in 15 counties, the gospel was presented to at least 5,197 different 10- to 19-year-olds. At least 406 indicated a decision for Christ and were prayed with personally by a youth or youth worker trained in peer evangelism through Triple T. 1,620 youth received a Triple T New King James Bible. Over 700 committed to share their faith with friends and family, and 88 different individuals participated in Tiger Team peer evangelism and leadership training. More than half of all the Tiger Team participants invited friends to Triple T, and 41% volunteered at Triple T or their local church. Project Proclaim is saturation evangelism. The approach includes one-on-one sharing, Bible distribution, evangelistic youth efforts, and public relations outreach, online, billboards, print, radio, TV, and video. All Triple T staff are involved directly with various aspects of Tiger Team training and the Key Action Plan, along with many adult and youth volunteers. Training programs are conducted by Triple T staff, volunteers, and special guests. Each Triple T evangelistic youth effort requires a team of volunteers in the community working alongside Triple T staff. What a wonderful thing it is to host, again, the Old Testament Tabernacle. The first groups have already come through, and you are invited to come and check us out. The Old Testament Tabernacle is a life-size replica of what God put together on Mount Sinai as he gave Moses the plans. Everything is as authentic as possible. Everything is to size, and it's a wonderful thing to watch what God has done and to see it enacted during these moments of truth. We want you to know that God's done things, wonderful things, specific things, and he wants you to know all about him. When you see the tabernacle on the campus of Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, you will see a very large courtyard all around it. Exodus 27 says, For the gate of the court there shall be a screen twenty cubits long, woven of blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and fine woven linen, made by a weaver. It shall have four pillars and four sockets. All the pillars around the court shall have bands of silver. Their hooks shall be of silver, and their sockets of bronze. What a wonderful thing it is to know that God had specific instructions. John 5.46 says, If you believed Moses, you should believe me, for he wrote about me. That's Jesus saying that. Everything of the tabernacle speaks of Christ. Every material, the furniture, the covering, every piece is the wordless book of the Old Testament. The Old Testament tabernacle was the first habitation that God caused to be built for him. God gave his word that he would commune there with the people, built in the Sinai desert over the period of a year. The children of Israel were instructed to receive gifts from the Egyptians before they left. Exodus 12, 35-36, Now the children of Israel had done according to the word of Moses, and they had asked from the Egyptians articles of silver, articles of gold, and clothing. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they granted them what they requested. Thus they plundered the Egyptians. 
So much was brought that the people had to be restrained from bringing more by Moses. Exodus 36.6 says, So Moses gave a commandment, and they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, Let neither man nor woman do any more work for the offering of the sanctuary, and the people were restrained from bringing. The tabernacle was used for 500 years before the temple was built in Jerusalem. No one was allowed to camp within a half mile of the tabernacle. The tribes of Israel had their own specific locations surrounding the gate. Every part spoke of Jesus. The primary material of the tabernacle and its furniture were acacia wood, gold, silver, and brass. Each has a special meaning in Christ. Wood, his humanity. Gold, holiness, deity. Silver, redemption. Brass, judgment, power. Only one entrance. Jesus is the door. John 10.9, Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. It was also the only way out. Many of the metaphors in the New Testament refer to Jesus being the great shepherd and people being sheep. John 14.6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Whoever will may come. And Jesus said, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The four colors of the door stood for different aspects of Christ. The colors blue, deity from heaven, purple, royalty, king of kings, scarlet, humanity, the color of dirt, white, purity, righteousness. The courtyard fence was 150 feet long and 75 feet wide, seven and a half feet high, made of white linen. The white linen was a contrast to the reddish-brown desert. And when you drive by Triple T, you will see the white fence or the courtyard fence. When you enter the gate and come into the courtyard, you'll see the largest piece of furniture. It is made of acacia wood. It was incorruptible and covered with brass. Everything before the tabernacle's entrance, the base of the courtyard posts, brazen altar, and laver, were made of brass, a symbol of judgment and power. Man does not come to God except through judgment. The altar is where the sacrificial lamb was slain. John 1.29 The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. We invite you to come by and see the tabernacle firsthand. Call us and we'll work out a time for you to take the tour. We tour every day from 9 to 4 on the hour. Christ through you can change the world. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. 
Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for ages 6 to 9 is available in a separate room. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. For your free copy of the Telling the Truth newsletter, call 812-867-2418, 812-867-2418, or write Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. Tune in to Telling the Truth next week at this same time on this same station. <laughs>